Hello all. Welcome back to Humans of Utkarsh series by Rotaract Club of Utkarsh. In this series of Humans of Utkarsh, we will get to know more about the experiences, life lessons, struggles and many trending topics. So let's start. So today's host we have Teja Pothrini. So Teja Pothrini has been a crypto enthusiast and he has been into crypto since 2018. he has many lucrative bets and also had some gut wrenching losses recently he also started putting his money into nfts he also happens to be our deputy director for vocational department so his experience with the crypto space has many high and low tides and this is ravi krishna the deputy director of administration department and your today's host for this podcast So hello Teja how are you feeling Hi Ravi I'm feeling great happy to be here Yeah same here it's actually a pleasure that uh, speaking to you about the crypto space and uh, the it's a uh, you know the trending topic these days due to the union budget and the 30% tax on the um, virtual assets so what actually is cryptocurrencies nfts and this web 3.1 metaverse can you just brief so, us yeah yeah sure definitely cryptocurrency is basically decentralized currency so what we know about mm. regular currency that we use like the rupees in india dollars in us is mm. it is uh, governed by a bank the bank of india or like the bank of the, the federal reserve of the us they print money but cryptocurrency is released in a way where it's decentralized the government yeah. does does has say in printing money but cryptocurrency is decentralized where uh governments don't have any uh like power in that ecosystem you mean the so, interference yeah yeah government doesn't have any interference exactly uh so you you might if any of you have heard about the crypto recently released crypto bill yeah uh, you would have seen that they will start taxing cryptocurrency at 30% of your profits i think uh yeah 30%. yes so any profits you make you they'll charge you 30% and that they'll even be releasing a cbdc So a yeah. CBDC is basically a central bank digital currency. So, which mm-hmm. basically means that the government will release their own cryptocurrency, basically. So many countries have uh, started development of this. China is working on it. Uh, the US is working on it as well, and many other global uh, players in the in the world are starting to work on it. because they want a piece of the pie they want to start involving themselves they don't want um the digital currencies in 20 years to take over and uh become a part of lives where they don't have any control they want to have a grasp of the country so that's what uh that's what uh nfts you might have heard in the past one year they really gained popularity NFTs are basically non-fungible tokens, and yeah. most of them now are uh, they are used for pictures, 
gif videos uh that mostly like an art style i guess you could say where yes. you can buy these pictures and if you feed a digital exchange like on the blockchain you can see that your address will own it so uh fungible basically means it can non fungible basically means it can't be replaced so mm. there's only one of that picture with that specific trait so uh the most popular nfts now are uh, from two different uh player players in the game uh, one is board ape yacht club and the second one is cryptopunks uh these are the most expensive nfts now they range in about they're about 1 to 2 crores around there i don't know the exact value but they range in 1 to 2 crore value for a, for context cryptopunks when they released in 2017 they were free maybe mm-hmm. you have to pay uh 10 to 20 dollars in a fee for verifying your transaction on the ethereum blockchain but they were virtually free bodep yacht club on the other hand they started in may of 2021 to buy them you'd need about 200 dollars and they were a collection of 10000 nfts and they actually didn't sell out for one week anyone who wanted them they even if they waited one week they could have bought it from the time of release for the original price in one to two months in one to two months they slowly went up to uh a few thousand dollars and now they are a few hundred thousand dollars mm. uh web3 it is web 3.0 basically if i have to explain web 3.0 i'll have to first explain about web 1.0 and web 2.0 so mm, web yeah. 1.0 was the first iteration of the web so like when apple first came onto the scene with their computer like the 1970s late 1970s the basic level computer where you can only read and input information but most of the information you could input it would only be able to read you could only even any website even websites you want to think back then you could only use it like your own way but in the 1980s 19 early 1990s uh they started uh, you could be able to read and write so in 1995 there were more uh websites where you could read the information web 2.0 which uh maybe it started in the late 1990s and it's up to what we know now read and write so you can read information on the internet you can comment you can post a video on youtube you can uh exactly like that you can consume information and you can upload information but uh web 3.0 is basically read write and own so you can digitally digitally own assets on key oh great amazing amazing so uh you know i can own uh, my own digital art you mean uh, that's web uh, 3.0 right so if exactly. i'm doing some you can, art or you can own it like you that. can buy it you can sell it anything yes 
so what's about that metaverse thing see recently facebook has changed its name to meta so what about this uh, metaverse thing actually what's brewing around this metaverse because we hear the uh, news like someone has bought virtual land in metaverse so what's this metaverse yeah, thing exactly yeah um metaverse is basically an online world so uh i don't know if you've seen the movie ready player one uh but it is basically like it will incorporate you your own uh like character in a game and you can supplement it with ar or vr so augmented reality or virtual reality and it will basically be like a separate version of you on on, on an online uh platform so basically you can talk to people interact with people uh have a whole another life that's separate from the life you live in real life but it will be online it's a kind and, of stimulation can we say yeah it's a simulation exactly okay so uh, all said and done you know uh, you have said about the cryptocurrency nfts web 3.0 metaverse uh, but uh, what is the downside the risk factors of this cryptocurrencies in the, the uh, metaverse or whatever it is so uh Should I first talk about the advantages of cryptocurrency and then more? Yeah, of course. Things. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there is advantage. See, every coin has two sides. Uh, so, obviously, you have advantages, disadvantages. So, yeah, sure. what could be the advantages of uh, the cryptocurrencies? Okay. So, first, uh, advantages of cryptocurrencies. It's a hedge against inflation. So now, with mm. COVID and everything, the value of money has fell down. especially mm. n- not so much in india but especially in the us the government pumped so much new money uh, into the us economy that um, the value of the dollar dropped exponentially and if you own any cryptocurrency i would recommend bitcoin because it's the most valuable it's a hedge against inflation so as the dollar rate uh, falls and prices get more and more expensive uh it will be like having gold exactly it's similar to gold where it will keep rising steadily and you won't have to worry about your money losing value uh mm. cryptocurrencies are secure and private that's the main reason uh that they exist for crypto is an extension cryptocurrency is an extension of cryptography so there's a lot of privacy and security factors that are built in so that it's untraceable it's very secure not many people, like very rarely there's a hack if not, if it's very minuscule uh moreover uh currency exchanges can be done very easily so instead okay. of you going through many uh forms of exchange like a uh, exchanging from the us dollar to indian rupees you can just send this much bitcoin or this much usdt and it will be easily converted i just read on reddit about 20 minutes ago that someone moved 1.9 million dollars worth of bitcoin and it cost him 3 dollars and 56 cents whooping yeah 
and if you just imagine the way we had if we had to use transfer that amount of money in indian rupees how many headaches mm. we have to go through how many forms yeah. we have to fill out how many people we have to talk to how many banks we have to uh talk to and wait all that time but yeah the the administrational really. stuff you know exactly you have exactly. it yeah so actually people refer to uh, bitcoin as the virtual gold during the ancient times uh, universally there was only one currency and that's gold so can we yeah. actually say that uh, bitcoin is the new gold i think we can definitely say it's the new gold Definitely. Okay. No okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you think the downsides of this Bitcoin or the cryptocurrencies on a whole? Yeah. So, downsides. Many people bring this up when cryptocurrencies are being talked about, and it it's uh, saying that it can be used for illegal tran- transactions, mm-hmm. like uh, illegal deals on the dark web. Uh, if you obtain the money illegally whatever it may be but uh, i've seen many cases where people uh, talk about this and uh, the main reason it's even been researched many people have been researched have done research on it and in the us there's more people using uh, real us dollars like physical cash in illegal transactions more than cryptocurrency Okay. and no one ever, no one ever talks about that okay uh, actually about the 100 in, in the 100% of transactions that are uh, used in cryptocurrency that take that take place only about 2% are used for illegal transactions hmm yeah that's that's a lesser known fact actually yeah yeah uh, so uh how yeah. has the cryptocurrency changed uh, your life or the perspective towards it as we actually said that uh, earlier that you have been investing in cryptocurrencies since 2018 so um, how has it uh, changed your life the perspective you see life so uh, about the financial literacy aspect also i just wanted to mention it so um i found out about cryptocurrency uh when i was in uh my first semester of 12th class my friend mm-hmm. told me about it and i e- even at that point i didn't know what to do with my life i knew i had a slight interest for the stock market but uh like researching cryptocurrency how it works how it can change the financial landscape as we know it uh it really made me have an appreciation for cryptocurrency and even more so the stock market although i don't follow the stock market much as of late i uh, followed a cryptocurrency market very heavily and it it's the reason i became a business major and it's the reason why i want to work in finance i actually want to work in finance but i might actually switch to cryptocurrency which is something i enjoy more and i think it will uh lead the charge in the financial system as we know it in 5 10 15 20 years so i think if you uh if you do it now if you try to choose, make that career choice now you're ahead of the market ahead of the game ahead of the trend that's now that will be the future 
and how cryptocurrency has changed my life it has made me appreciate that there are always going to be alternatives you can't be Please. boxed into one specific area or something there will always be innovation there will always be changes and if you get too comfortable in one area of life you will be left behind simply ஒன்ஸ்டாண்ட் no matter how many times i tell them they will always prefer buying land or share or stocks they will never mm. understand no matter how many times i tell him he understand it goes up it goes up and down but he doesn't understand why and the more people that do it now the more young people that adopt it the more it will change the landscape and the the landscape of our future yeah so you know uh, the older generations our previous generations they are, they are a bit skeptical about the cryptocurrencies yes, and the new innovations and that's obvious but i just wanted to ask you this question uh, that during the bear cycle you know we had a bear cycle of cryptocurrencies how did your portfolio stand the storm so in i invested about 2500 us dollars that my okay. parents uh, gave me i invested alongside my parents right they gave me the money to invest on their behalf and uh, i invested in about march and april and i forgot about it like i had i had to come to india due to some unforeseen circumstances and i forgot about it like i bought it it was under uh it was on the place where i bought it to exchange and then i forgot about it i think i checked it once in may and my 2500 dollar investment was currently sitting at around uh maybe 900 or 700 dollars so it already Ooh. went down about 70, 60 to 70% and after yeah. that i just i just um left it alone um i'm not i'm not the type of person who will sell at a loss um okay. so even if my investment goes all the way down to zero um i'll still hold on to it in the hope that it may uh go up so even if something i bought goes all the way down to zero i have i have some hope that it will rise so but um i forgot about it i bought it in 2018 may i check that once of 2018 and then uh i forgot about it in uh, around the start of 2021 around january uh, elon musk was tweeting a lot about bitcoin and it saw a, a huge price hike in the price of bitcoin so i figured why not why uh, why not why don't i check uh, all my exchanges all the places i bought and see how it's doing and the day i checked it maybe it was my whole uh 2500 that i invested it was about maybe 5 6000 dollars oh so, and uh i started 
uh, reading more about it. Like all those two and a half years that I had a break, I didn't do anything regarding cryptocurrency. I uh, learned in 2018, then forgot, and then in 2021 I started doing more research, learning more about it again. Went back into the system and started exploring it more again. Okay, and as you mentioned about the Elon Musk, uh, do you think the influence of entrepreneurs like Elon Musk or others on Twitter who move the markets? So, is it really the crypto markets emotion driven, or is there any analysis beneath the price movements of the coins? Uh, it, I think it used to be more so. Uh, based on the markets but over time since how many people have got in and they follow blind sentiment by people like Elon Musk it will it has shifted to emotionally driven okay. emotionally driven investing so when up until starting around january 2021 till about may june july even elon musk had a lot of influence on the market he could tweet one he could send out one tweet and uh, it would uh, raise the price of bitcoin by $10000 and right when bitcoin was nearing its all time high of about $64000 he tweeted out that bitcoin is overvalued and correct me if i'm wrong but i think it went down to about it went down about $20000 i think in that one day because he almost mm-hmm. said it was overvalued um, okay so but now many people have stopped following his sentiment he can tweet about bitcoin but it won't have any price action the markets won't move but okay. there are risks where some influencers like some youtubers uh some tiktok influencers or youtube influencers or twitter influencers they can release an nft they can release a cryptocurrency and they will have huge influence because it's their work their fans and their followers will buy it and i think if you do it for the right inten- reasons and you have the right intention that you as- actually want to create a solid credible um, product that will last uh, for a few years then it's okay but if you are only using it to scam your audience scam the people who are buying from you then i think it's bad that's okay. my opinion on it so uh, you yourself uh, uh, have you been into any scam coins or something like that uh yeah so when i started reading more about cryptocurrency in 20 early 2021 in february uh most of my investments i think i invested about 50 to 100 dollars in each coin in march and april of 2018 and um in uh when i checked on the prices in 2021 early 2021 uh most of the rates were around the same maybe 60 70% of them were around the same price i bought them for uh but uh maybe three or four were maybe double or triple but two of my main investments they grew exponentially like miles miles ahead of what i imagined so a 50 dollar investment in a coin called binance coin it's actually the world's biggest exchange of cryptocurrency 
in february of 2018 i mean february of 2021 it was around 150 dollars and in about a week's time it went up to 200 and i noticed that they released their own uh, smart chain which is basically a, a platform where uh, independent people can create their own cryptocurrency and i noticed that it gained a lot of traction so there's a place on reddit there's a subreddit on reddit called crypto moonshots and it's where people uh uh like they talk about their projects and you can invest in it and i started investing in these small projects uh the first one was called safe moon and i invested about 70 dollars 0.25 bnb binance coin which was around 70 dollars at the time so one binance coin was about 280 dollars and i invested 70 dollars and in about 2 weeks time it went up to uh maybe 1500 dollars and this started my thrill for these coins and every day i would look at this um uh, subreddit looking for new coins to buy and uh i didn't do any research it was just blind sentiment i followed and i bought them in a few cases i lost money in a few cases i made my money tenfold but uh i think i got lucky in this fact where i actually made more money and ended up with more money than i initially had which was good but it won't always happen so i think uh that everyone should do their research foremost don't be like me don't just think you can make money quickly do your research invest safely and smartly and um i have a high tolerance of risk so i will always uh look at the riskier options because i can handle risk more i'm more risk adverse risk averse but some people who are uh not so risky in their uh money matters i don't think they should go for all these coins newly released coins etc because most of them they turn out to be a scam Yeah, you are to have really stomach to take the losses. Actually, when exactly, you are ready to yeah. take the uh, take the profits, then you have to have the stomach to take the losses. So, exactly. uh, in some cases, the the cryptocurrency is a is one of the I can say it is one of the best investment options. But in other cases, it can also turn out to be gambling. So it's yeah. how you choose it. So you research mm-hmm. on it and. Uh, uh you put your hard earned money into it so that's what you are intended to say right exactly yeah yeah so uh my next uh, uh doubt or the question is so uh what are the uh, generally the difference between a coin and a token i even i myself i have this doubt so what is a coin what is a token and uh, you know uh, there there seems this words called as airdrop so what are these things actually uh so basically uh coins are 
uh, cryptocurrency which have their own dedicated blockchain so bitcoin is the first uh, coin that created the first blockchain so it's um, they have their own system of sending so one bitcoin address can send money bitcoin to a different bitcoin address uh, another example of a coin is ethereum it ha- it has um, their own dedicated blockchain the uh, ethereum 20 uh, protocol for sending uh, money or ethereum to someone else tokens on the other hand are uh, they're built on another blockchain so uh, there's for example polygon chainlink uniswap they're all built on the ethereum blockchain um actually uh, i think polygon and uniswap are built on the ethereum blockchain chainlink some of those uh but uh, they're all built on a different block blockchain so that classifies them as a token okay. and airdrops are basically um they're free coins that you can get for taking part in a program uh, complete like uh taking part in a program or a protocol or uh maybe following a project on twitter using their website uh sending money uh with their system etc and it's a free uh like free like gift i guess you can say yeah or it's like something protocol. uh exactly. like a bonus issue in the in the stock market generally when you yeah. buy the stocks yeah. you get the That's bonus a good, stocks uh, right comparison yeah yeah so uh i have another question for you actually uh there is this important aspect uh, aspect so generally the the green activists they say that uh, uh see cryptocurrencies is is, uh, is consuming electricity or the crypto mining Uh, is consuming electricity so are there uh, environmental issues of the mining cryptos or is it just a hoax used to defend the crypto so what do you actually think about it so is it real or is is it just hoax um i think it's a hoax okay uh, because it uh it used to be that but as of recent not many people um there aren't many people buying it i mean people mining it as there once used to be because now mm-hmm. many people used to mine it using their own computer at home in the early days from 2009 to maybe 2013 but now it's become so popular that uh, you need many millions of dollars to invest into your technology into your tech to mine bitcoin and if you added up all the bitcoin miners around the whole entire world it would only take about a fraction maybe 1 to 2% of the countries of the world's nuclear reactor usage their uh, like the fossil fuels that we burn on a daily basis with our cars those are much more drastic to the environment but no one talks about it they only talk about cryptocurrency mining and it defames cryptocurrency but i don't think 
it's all a hoax because many people have done research many people have uh looked into it further and i'm not saying it completely mitigates the environment issue but it's only a fraction of what big corporations who uh take part in uh extracting fossil fuels nuclear usage for nuclear reactors and stuff it's only a fraction mm-hmm. of what that yeah there are actually bigger issues to be uh, to be looking into actually so this crypto environmental exactly. issues are actually smaller issues that's what uh, you are intended to say right exactly so uh, as uh, we are actually uh, uh, going into the depth of the cryptocurrencies uh, how do uh, cryptocurrency mining is done so can you just briefly explain us about the mining uh, technology and uh, the systems there yeah definitely so uh, cryptocurrency mining is basically done through your computer's uh, uh, graphic card okay uh, so uh, it is basically utilizing uh, the graphics uh, processor unit in your computer for uh, solving puzzles okay so you can uh, like so if you are doing cryptocurrency mining bitcoin for example uh, you would need a very powerful processor and a very powerful um, computing system so you need a very high powered graphic cards and a very high powered processor to be able to handle the bandwidth that mining entails and yeah. uh in the early stages of cryptocurrency bitcoin for example in the 2009 till 2012 era you could have done it easily with your computer the computer that you normally could have bought but mm-hmm. as it became uh more of an asset and more less of a currency i think it will become a currency more so in the future as more companies develop and use it as a, a currency but for now it's mostly an asset and the big corporations who have a lot of money to burn uh they will buy uh graphic cards and they will buy uh uh processors for in bulk from the direct nvidia intel they will buy them in bulk or they will have contracts where they can buy them in bulk and they will do it at a massive scale where you and i won't be able to fathom it and we won't be able to sum up the price that they put in but that's basically how it works even many people who have a small like a decent sized gaming computer they can make a few uh, dollars daily uh, mining cryptocurrency but they would have to uh, look into it in detail to see if they are actually making money after uh, electricity costs because even many cryptocurrency mining uh, agencies they actually lose money but they are banking on bitcoin becoming more valuable in the future so that's why they are actually using mining okay okay interesting it's actually really insightful so uh the next question i have is uh 
how's the metaverse going to change the world you know the future uh, they say that metaverse is the future it's a futuristic thing it's the uh, new big thing in the future so how's it going to change our lives uh i i think i touched on it before as well but it will just be a separate life that we get to live it will have a separate identity in the digital world and a separate identity in the real world and many people they feel neglected in the real world they feel out of place but the metaverse will give people who feel like that an opportunity to feel accepted feel uh like they are a part of something like they they love friends loved exactly uh people who uh can't fit in in the real world they will be able to fit in at the metaverse uh going back to this you can own digital land like you said you can uh buy digital land you can have you can live in new york or the you can live you can pretend you are living in new york but you you'll be living in india so you can buy property in uh, in new york in the metaverse and there are against meta facebook as it was previously known there are two big players currently uh, that are building whole worlds in the metaverse they are mm-hmm. decentraland and sandbox and they are releasing nfts of human beings they are releasing digital plots of land which you can buy they are re- releasing digital boats di- releasing digital yachts everything that is in the real world they are releasing digital cars digital bikes anything you can do in the real world you will be able to do it in the digital world and people who get ahead of the curve now do research on it now they will when i don't think it's it will happen in a day like they say uh, rome wasn't built in a day i we're yeah. learning about it now but it will take at least 10 15 20 years before it materializes many companies have ideas on how to build in this space but it will take a long amount of time for them to execute so if you research on it now maybe buy an nft you are putting yourself ahead of many people and you will be in a better position than the other 99% of the world who doesn't put themselves ahead of this really see uh, the idea is fantastic see if suppose me sitting on the couch in hyderabad being an indian but having a virtual land in us or you know uk or somewhere in the africa in the savanna so it really looks fantastic so it it sounds amazing so oh, finally teja i want to ask you this thing uh, is it this crypto thing is it temporary transient or is it going to stay for a long time in the future because we have seen many things in the past that they said this is the future but within the next 5 or 10 years they were um, just gone like that so do you think yes. the cryptocurrency thing will be there for a long time or uh, is it gonna uh, the same way how it has happened with the earlier things uh i think it will 
definitely 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 stand the test of time because the final bitcoin will be mined at 2140 so uh the price of bitcoin now currently i think is at 43 44000 us dollars just imagine and people are in so in like the bitcoin is in so much demand currently just and there will only be 21 million bitcoin ever in the world there won't be more than 21 million bitcoin and out of those 21 million bitcoin approximately 6 to 7 million bitcoin are lost so currently only 14 million bitcoin exists approximately so just think of the demand it has now and the demand it will have in 120 years because in the next 20 years many of the companies we know like amazon google uh uh tata reliance jio reliance all those companies they will adopt it there's no question about that in my mind they will definitely adopt it and yeah, I- the people who adopt it now people like you and me we will be in a far greater position than the people who don't Mm. so uh, you you're saying that we are still in the early stages of cryptocurrency we are the early adopters yeah okay so yeah so that's a really amazing uh, listening to your words on crypto teja because it, it's actually it has widened my perspective on cryptocurrency and the metaverse i got to know many things so uh, thank you for being the guest for this podcast so it's my pleasure that uh, you are here sharing your insights your wonderful experience about the uh, cryptocurrency and also uh, the experiences of the losses the cut wrenching losses i can especially mention that word in particular so thank you teja for being here thank you robert it was my pleasure sir thank you for having mm-hmm. me okay i hope this so, will lead many people to invest take the first step and invest and you don't have to invest lakhs and lakhs of rupees guys you can start at 100 rupees maybe mm, look true. into exchanges like coin dcx coin switch mm. cuber wazirx invest start with 50 rupees 10 rupees 100 rupees anything you can you are okay with losing invest it and forget about it and slowly gain your interest on it research yeah. because yeah. this will be the future it's already becoming a future and in 20 30 years it will be the future and people oh. who get in now they will thank themselves later mm. true that's all true. i can say okay uh, so uh, thank you listeners for, for listening to our podcast uh, please do follow us on spotify for more such uh, insightful podcasts and uh, until then signing off your host ram krishna for this podcast so humans of utkarsh cherishing people and life <laughs>